This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. And rolling. All right, showtime. <laughs> Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for the 26th of January. Yeah. It's a Thursday, uh, 2017. Is, is it, Boom, for some reason, I thought today was the 27th. It could be. It could easily it's be 26th, the 27th. Is it 26th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday's the 27th. That must be why you have it confused. Uh, probably because I was just right. doing the schedule for tomorrow right now. 27th. It's oh, a yeah. Friday. Uh, so, actually, I wanted to start with um, a reaction. Well, I have, I do have a reaction to the drumstick story, but I'll do that in a second. Ah. Um, this is just, we talked about this lady back in December. Uh, her husband had passed away November 23rd very unexpectedly. And so we had re- read her letter and talked about it. Uh, she says, I just wanted to thank you. For the most part, your show is filled with a lot of silliness, but I hope you realize the impact you have on your listeners' daily lives. In the last two months, I haven't done any TV. When I'm not working, I have the secret show on. I've listened to part of 2012, all of 2013, and 2014, and I'm into 2015, except for the janky ones that won't play. What's going on with that, Bryn? What? What? Which are the janky ones? <laughs> uh, just, have just, you'll have to go through all Why of them. Why are you telling on me? What's wrong with you, lady? I thought you liked us. What's the deal? Uh, it's a huge distraction. It makes me laugh, even though I've heard them all multiple times. There isn't a day that I don't cry, and that's part of my reality for a while. Thank you for just distracting me and giving me relief from my situation. It makes me happy and sad hearing the love in Sarah Newsette's voices when you refer to your Johns. I loved my John with all my heart. Aww. I know. Yeah, you know, my mom still goes to a grief counselor. You should consider that. Mm-hmm. It's something, it, It's. it helps her. Yep. Keep up the good work, gang. Keep the secret shows coming. P.S. I bookmarked the podcast when you read my email, and it really touched me that you took time out to do so. One of these days, I'll be able to listen to it again. Until then, I keep it on my bookmarks bar so I can see it every day. P.P.P.S. Uh, my drive is coming back, so my toy box is getting some use again. All right. John and I had a ridiculously wonderful actively <laughs> active sex life. Seriously, at least three or four, but usually six, seven, or eight times a week. And yes, Vinny, I did mean all this stuff. If my wa- man wanted it... No women and no poop stuff. He got it. Good. I, I actually used to beg a little to have my mouth filled and my back door filled. Oh, oh you're I awesome. Still have some dynamite stories I would love to send you. Do it. When you're ready. Yeah, she's We're an ready. awesome lady, though. Sounds good for dreamy. You. Good for him. He had a good life. Mm-hmm. Hi, radio family. Don't say my name. I was surprised no one wrote in with their experience. Uh, after you read that hilarious drumstick post from Reddit. Here are mine. My husband and I have been married for over 10 years and have kids. 
We're in our early 40s. About a year ago, my husband started talking to me about trying pegging. We've been enjoying full backdoor on me for years. Up until then, the most we had done in that area on him had been some digitizing by me during lap kisses, the keys lube in a surgical glove. I knew it always made him arrive hard, and since I love him and I'm open to all the stuff, I agreed. He researched it and ordered a dildo and harness for me and a lot of lube. It was at first getting awkward getting to the right position. We did this at a time when the kids were at their grandparents for the night. Yeah, you'd hope. That's mm, really? the end of the relationship if they walk in on mom dad. They weren't, <laughs> they weren't next door sleeping. What? They weren't in the bed. It's a whole new world. <laughs> whole uh, new world. Oh my new Sandy, what are you doing to Vince? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! Upset stomach, kids. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh no. Just can never happen. Mm. Indigestion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> anyway. However, once we figured it out, he was moaning and in it like I've never seen before from our usual sex. I did have to handle him for him to arrive, but seeing him so aroused was such a turn on. I didn't feel upset that he didn't get that way from our normal sex since I can't arrive without a vibrator. So I compare his experience to mine with my Hitachi wand. All in all, it's been great for our sex life, and he still wants to bang me without it, too. Hope this helps give some of your listeners the idea to try it as a couple or let guys see it's not a gay thing. It's about a different type of stimulation to get to an amazing finish. Thank you, Strap on Sally. Not my real name. Yeah, uh, You know what I was thinking we could do, guys? Oh, oh what we were go. you thinking, yeah, Vinny? Is next time Scott comes to town, we could have him f- f- each of us and uh-huh. show us uh-huh. how to get milked. How to how to have our prostates milked? He'd okay, you first. Do... That'll, that sounds sure. Fine. I mean, why that'd be fun, right? I, I mean, mean, I know Scott would like. Scott it. knows how to do it. I mean, right. He knows the sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, he knows how to do it and <laughs> where to. That is. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? You don't no, want to do that? <laughs> Brent and Vinny, though, they're yeah. they're fully. Oh, right. Well, fully. it sounds amazing. I mean, and wouldn't you want to learn from the best? Well, th- yeah. that's the funny thing that that you hear it and you go, oh, that sounds. If that's real. Then why would the guy's letter with the, oh my God, my life's changed. I saw stars. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've never had that experience. I like a little play, but it never turned into the thing that I need more than anything (laughs) in the world is to run home to my my drumstick. (laughs) Or your stick on dildo. (laughs) I just picture that. was so good. Mark that down, Yuzi. Next time Scott's in. Oh, oh, to do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd really let Scott Vinny, anywhere near me. Vinny and Brinny here. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was your idea, so. Yeah, we'll, Vinny. We'll Face down, I ass was, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need you to isolate that audio for the next time Scott comes in. I'll just send him the show. <laughs> oh, great oh, idea. Super. Oh, Hi, Scott. Let Hi, me just say real fast, I was kidding. That was a joke. Leave this part out. That's, this oh, yeah. Take Edit that. that. <laughs> really? Oh, Are you going to bleep that? Bleep that. Bleep <laughs> this part. Never existed. Oh my god. Uh, I have a few good ones. Let's see here. Um, I guess I'll do this one first. Don't say my name. I've been listening for 20 years now, and I love your show. I have a one-hour commute in the morning. I listen to you all morning in the office when I get to work. I've been wanting to write to you for the past month, and finally got the nerve to do it. I'll start, and this go. This does not go where you think it's going to go. I'll say that. There's a twist? It has a twist. There was a surprise ending. For me, anyway. Here we go. I'm 39 years old, mom of two elementary school kids. My husband and I have been married for 12 years, together for 15. 
In late 2015, he had a six-month affair with my so-called girlfriend, who is 10 years younger than me. I'll call her whore. <laughs> I've been laughing about that for at least an hour. I know, you mentioned it when I went in the office. What a great line. That is spectacular. Good job. She loved being the center of attention. Fake boobs, spray tan, bleach blonde hair, nails done, did CrossFit, whole nine yards. Her husband was one of her, this lady's husband's very good friends. She and her husband have three kids, same age as my kids, and they were all friends. We live in a very small town and had weekly dinners together, volunteered for the kids' sports together, everything. We even went on a family vacation together to the happiest place on earth. Mm. During this fun family vacation, it all came out. It was a huge blow up in the hotel room. (sighs) Crazy, right? Is she going to tell us how it came out? She doesn't say that, Uh, but clearly, I don't know, the girl was handling her husband or something and... Someone walked, the kids walked in on it and went, why is she touching Danny Schlong? That's the story you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, know. where's the, the good Write stuff? Write us that story. Yeah, tell us that story. Shortly after, she would keep on trying to contact my husband by calling from numbers he didn't know, show up at his work, drive by places she knew he would be at. She told everyone she's the victim because she had kids too young and wanted a new life. My husband said the affair was nothing and he wants to remain married. She insisted they had a deep bond and were in love. I tried talking to her twice after it came out, but all she would say is, I don't know what happened. I don't know this and that. Because she's a self-centered bitch, she gave me no answers. My husband and I went to expensive-ass couples therapy and I decided to give him another chance if he has no contact with her. Whore left her husband and they are divorcing. (laughs) In the past 12 months, we completely separated ourselves from Whore and her husband. Since we are in the same group of friends, half our friends stayed friends with Whore's side, half our friends went with our side. We only see her sometimes in passing while driving because, remember, we live in a small town. While I don't completely trust my husband yet, I do love him and I believe he loves me. We have a good life together and for the most part have sheltered this fiasco from our children. Here's my problem. I am borderline obsessed with her. And by borderline, she means she's totally obsessed. Here's how it goes on. In September 2015, I left her a letter on her car telling her how much she hurt me after I trusted her and how she was never my friend. She texted me later demanding me to stay away from her. I cyberstalk her Facebook and Instagram to see if she's dating anybody. What is she doing, etc. I would really like to get revenge on her, badmouth her on Yelp about her business or some other master plan. As much as I would like to punch her in the face, I don't want to get arrested. I don't know what to do. I do, do I try to contact her again? Meet for coffee? What should I say? Would she see this as an invitation to come back into our lives? I feel like I need closure for what she did to me, for her just to apologize to me, which she never did. But I don't know how to go about that, or if I will ever get that. I would love any advice, even Hooman. What do you mean, even Hooman? Hooman's gonna, one. he's good, the one who's gonna talk right now. Uh, get up, Hooman. Get up from the get floor. Or he's trying to fix his back. So, uh... <laughs> We're, we're all going to probably agree She's on this. She's never going to get it. Yeah, you're never going to get it. 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 The best thing you can do is come out of this with your own self-respect. Yeah. And by that, I mean drop it. And 100%. even if you got her apology, like... What does that mean? Yeah, you're not going to get the closure. You're never going to be satisfied. I mean, the only thing that could probably satisfy you... Is if that moment from Game of Thrones happened where, you know, she has to walk naked through the square with oh, somebody ringing the at her. Yeah, and you, you were ringing the bell yelling shame. Maybe then... Through your little town. Yeah, maybe you'll get satisfaction. Yeah, that, and that's never going to happen. You need to maybe go to your own therapy and get mm-hmm. this chick out of your mind. And why are you obsessed with her? 
That's the question. I, you know what? She's, she's obsessed. Whore. She okay. She is a loser whore, but so is your husband. He did cheat on you, yeah. and you are misdirecting your anger yes. at her in order to for, because you need to forgive your husband and move on. I'm sure that's it. I mean that this is just classic. Like oh, it was all this girl. It takes two to tango. It does. You need to forgive your husband and move on with him, or you know do whatever you got to well, do. She's with your already husband. decided to do that. Right. So, so yeah, do that. But yeah, I, I always think about you know. Sure, in this life, I don't necessarily think we're out to impress others or being cool is the best possible thing. But sometimes, for your own self-respect, you want to do the thing that will help you feel good about yourself. And in this case, the best possible thing you can do is get on down the road and never look at or talk to or think about her again in any kind of a real way. Yeah, you're always going to be tortured by the fact that your husband boned her or whatever, but never allow yourself to follow that train of thought that is, what could I do or how could I drop it? Yeah. You got to drop that line of thought and just say, I'm going to be above this. Yeah. Put your big girl pants on. And if you can't do that, and maybe in your heart, you know, you can't because you've said yourself that you're obsessed with this person. I would definitely recommend some therapy because nothing, if anything, you're giving her satisfaction by continuing to be obsessed by this. I, I, not that she's like super psyched that you are, but that, you know, now you're a problem for her. Like, this is the best thing you can do is exactly what Vinny said. Put it out. Don't talk about it to your friends. Don't talk about it to your mom. Don't talk about it to your husband. Put this lady don't out talk, of Don't yourself. talk about it to your husband because I'll tell you something. Right now, you're already being the bigger person by taking him back. And that's, that's a pretty... Big stuff. It's a pretty big deal. Not all of us are capable of it. Right. I don't know that I'd be capable of it. I would have a, a really hard time uh, just saying, like, you got over on me, and now I'm just going to be like, I forgive you. I'm the chump who That's let you really hard me. to do, and you're doing it. So be that. Be the bigger person in every aspect of this. And if, look, he's got the one chance. I mean, if he if he does this to you again, you know you're gone. You so, better be gone. So truly, give him the one chance that you've said you'll give him, and then from there, if he's if he's ever you know crosses that line again, that's that. But in the meantime, for your own sanity, like be okay with it. You've done it. You said okay. I'm gonna stick with you. So be okay and stick with him. Mm -hmm. The other thing is your other question. Uh, if I reach out to her, am I opening the door for her to come back into our lives? The answer is yes. Radio.com. Radio.com. Yeah, you she are. could contact your husband and be like, your wife won't leave me alone. That's right. Or whatever. Yeah, and she's right. Or she could contact the police in your small town and get a restraining order against you. Yeah. You need to drop yeah. this. Now you're the douchebag. You're How would the, that You're be? turning into the douchebag. Like, the fact that you're already stock, leaving notes, et cetera, you got to stop it. And don't turn around and because you can't focus all your energies on hating this woman and obsessing over her. Don't turn around and start punishing your husband with that. You agreed to take him back. I, I'm, I'm highly recommending therapy for this for this person. And I, This is your first step, reaching out to us, and we're telling you what to do. Go see someone and let this go. And the final statement, and this will be the last All right, human, give it, lay it to us. Lay it on us. Uh, close your eyes and imagine her apologizing to you, and then open your eyes and see if you're satisfied. <laughs> you won't be. I right. promise you won't. 
There are a million things to be obsessed about. This is not one of them. And you know what? I'll tell you, as someone who's had to make a lot of apologies, apologies, first of all, people aren't very good at them. So it'll never, whatever she does say, if she were to come to you and apologize, it won't be good enough. That's right. It'll be and in some way she'll put blame off on other people or whatever. Or if she does the apology the way it's supposed to be done, which is very simple, short, and sweet, you'd be like, boy, that left a lot to be desired because really an apology is just that I am sorry mm -hmm. I'm sorry I caused you the pain that I did but I'm sorry and that's all I can tell you and frankly it's the thing is the, the person end, that yeah. she owes an apology to is her husband the person who owes you an apology is your husband like that's she the two of them did a very bad thing but he's the one who's in your life this you gotta let this lady go if there's someone to be mad at here it's your husband and move if you have to well, that's not always an option. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Yuzi and Bryn, you got anything yeah. to throw on that? Nah. Mm -mm. I'm with you guys. Yep. I have a Facebook account with, with close friends and family, mostly to allow those that live far away to watch my almost four-year-old daughter grow. Mm -hmm. After she was born, I cleaned house of non-close associations on Facebook. I wanted to be more private with my new family. I also uh, made people aware of why I did that, especially my mom, who's created problems <laughs> on Facebook before. My mom is the person on Facebook that overshares her life. She pushes what she's doing, how she's feeling, what she's eating, and all the good memes, all the feel-good memes she can create and copy all day. She's recently started saving pictures that I post on her phone and then post them later on her wall as if they were hers and often changes the context as if she was the one who took them or that she was witness to this event. She gets a lot of likes and comments because, let's face it, my daughter's adorable. <laughs> but she never asks to post these photos. She's friends with many people that I don't know and is not picky in who she accepts a friend request from. My questions to you are, one, would this bother you or am I being unreasonable because I'm posting pics of my child on a public forum? Two, how do I address this with her without it blowing up? Three, is the only way to control something like this not being on social media? Is the only way to control something like this not, to be on not being on social media? Or does someone know of a setting that controls people saving pictures that you post? Oh. Thanks in advance. All right, so number three, no, people can post whatever. You can screenshot anything. You put it up anything. there, you've made it public. What's the first question? Would this bother you or am I being unreasonable because I am posting pics of my child on a public forum? You're being unreasonable. Every uh, person I know who's not on social media, their mother grabs their pictures that are not on social media and post them on their walls. Every grandmother does it. I don't know one grandmother that doesn't do it. Yeah, it's, well, I don't know. We don't know why you hate your mom. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not involved in that. Like, I don't know the history that's there. And it is weird that she sort of puts them, that she makes it seem like she was a part of that thing. Does she not have enough access well, to your kids? Well, look, we've talked uh, about this before, though. So different generations have a different approach to social media and how they work it. And it seems that the older generation has really taken to Facebook. Yeah. Well, they're they sitting have. at home and they're, you they're know, into it, man. They don't get yeah, to see hard. their family and my friends. mom. Oh my God, she shares everything. Yeah, and <laughs> that I mean, you could be sitting there, and whether it's Maria or my mom or someone else, and some, you know, they, they send you notes and memes and all this stuff. Like she was saying, oh, my mom's posting a. She's normal. Yeah. For that age bracket, she's doing that because she's bored. And Facebook is a way to feel like you have friends and you're, I mean, not that she doesn't have friends, but that you're, 
socializing, mm-hmm. which is its we, intention. It is what you're doing. That's what it's for. So I, I'm, I hate to say it, but yeah, you should just be share less on Facebook. If you want her to share less of your photos, you should share less. I think that uh, the second question is, how do I address this with her without it blowing up? Um, I don't know your mom, so I because I would just say, hey, ma, quit posting pictures of my kid as if they as if they happen with you. That's weird. What are you doing? But that my mom could handle that. I don't know if your mom could. It sounds or your like mom the, would tell you to bleep off. Right. Yeah, or you hurt her feelings for no reason except your nuttiness. Well, it, I do think it's weird that her mom posts them with weirdly different contexts. I don't. I, do. I, I see every grandmother of every person I know posting as if they took the picture. Yeah, maybe you should but just be cares? glad that she's got a grandmother <laughs> who loves her so much and she loves your adorable four-year-old and just, you know, accept that when you put something up on Facebook, it's public. Anybody could take your kid's picture and... Put it wherever Look, they want. Facebook is used by a lot of people to show a side of their life that makes them look good. Mm-hmm. It's not a surprise that your mom is trying to make herself look like a bigger part of her granddaughter's life. There's That's normal. Yeah. People should be using Facebook to brag about their lives. They should not be using it. for. They should not be using it to your political views. That's not what it's that's for. That's also what it's no, for. No, it's not. Apparently Absolutely it is. Not. Oh, <laughs> enough. <laughs> Please stop. Just brag about your lives. <laughs> Let us know what's going on. Maybe we want to attend that party, too. Or vent about your cheating husband. Yeah, yeah you can do that, too. Yeah, People do that all the time. That's, that's fun. Awesome. Super that's fun. party. Eh, Facebook's a bad idea. We should all hop off. <laughs> mm. uh, so to that lady, don't say anything to your mom yeah, at you all. Just... And let her post. And just if that's you don't it. want her to post your kids' pictures, don't post them. Yeah, there right. it is. Do unfriend nothing. your mom. Unfriend her. Yeah, yeah unfriend your mom. Block your mom. Yeah. Or say something to her and start a big fight. That'll be fun. All right. Yeah, let us know how that goes. This is how family riffs start. Over nothing. (laughs) Right. One more? One more. All right. Uh, I need bad advice. I've been married six years. I have a four-year-old and a six-month-old. I am married to the most wonderful man. We both work full-time jobs in education. My husband does at least half of all the household chores. He's the best hands-on dad ever, and he's a devoted husband. We're truly partners. He makes me laugh, and I couldn't imagine life without him. Here's wow. Way to write in and brag. Mm. Is that the, the end? Nope. <laughs> oh. And goes, have a great it day. It goes on for <laughs> two more pages. Oh, okay. Because, right. yeah, it sounds perfect. <laughs> Here's the issue. He smokes weed. A lot. We live in California, so he's not breaking the law now, and he had a medical marijuana card, so he wasn't breaking the law before either. He smokes outside. The kids are never around him smoking, but it bothers me. I've asked him to stop smoking so much. He slows down for a while, then he goes back to five or six times a week. I've asked him to never be higher on the kids. In other words, I want him to only smoke when they're in bed. He listens for a while, and then he'll go back to smoking before he does yard work or going on a run or something else like that where he won't be around us for an hour or so. When he's high, he's still able to function and carry on a conversation like normal, and he's just as productive as ever, but I can tell, and I don't want my kids to be able to tell that there's something off about the way he's acting. He also likes to have sex when he's high, and the smell of it on his breath is the biggest turnoff to me, so I've started turning him down sometimes. In my mind, marijuana's a drug, it's wrong, and he shouldn't be high all the time. From his perspective, it's the same as me drinking a glass of wine. He says it helps him relax, and there's nothing wrong with it. This has caused so many fights between us. It's truly the biggest thing we argue about. I feel like he's not putting our family and especially the kids as a priority. 
It seems like weed is more important than us. He doesn't understand why I won't lay off him when he does so much for us and the weed isn't getting in the way of any of it. I feel like he's addicted since he can't seem to cut back. I don't know what to do. Can you please help me? Tell me if I'm overreacting. If I am, please help me see his point of view. I want to stop busting his balls, but I honestly can't tell if this is going to lead to a bigger issue. He doesn't smoke before driving or work or anything like that, but I'm worried it'll keep escalating and soon I'll be married to a pothead that's high all the time. Helps. Well, he is a pothead who's high. Yeah, he already hey, is. Hey, lady, you left something out of your email. You didn't admit to the fact that, hey, when I met this guy, he smoked weed. I knew he smoked weed, but I married him anyway, and we had kids. And now I want him to change. Oh, wow. You left that out. Wow. Put Did that in email. just nail it or what? Mic drop. Yeah, we got to go. That is a mic drop. Man, you are wasting your time, especially if you, you should reread the first part of your letter and see that he is great in every way. The only thing, the only spot, in my opinion, where you have a fair argument is the, I can't stand the smell of his weed on his, uh, weed on his breath when he tries to bone me. You don't want to bone a guy who's high, don't bone him. That's Just your prerogative. Say, I'm not going to bone you because that actually might be a motivation for him to not smoke weed that mm-hmm. day because he wants That's to get laid. That's the one thing you have yep. that I would say is fair game. Everything else, yeah, get off his back. What about doggy? <clears throat> <laughs> What That's kiss true. her? He can't. Know. No doggy. She can't in, smell. She can't smell his breath. <laughs> when he's oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> that works, right? Home uh, again. Oh, yep. Okay, so oh, there it is. Get off his back, and when you're boning and he smells like pot, back in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn around. Yeah. yeah. Roll over. Oh, He'll be Home fine in. with it. Oh, uh, yeah, you. Thing. You're right. Yeah. Reread that first. That first paragraph. Uh, you know, it's not for everybody. It is a drug, uh, but it's something. Uh, listen, there's nothing better than getting stoned and raking leaves. It's just great. It makes raking leaves like the most well, interesting, look, fun thing ever. You know exactly what's involved here. This is a power struggle. She says what she wants, and he won't do it. And now it makes her want to tell him what to do even more. And that's what's happening here. She's trying to be the boss of him. And he won't let her boss her him around. And I'll bet if she stops trying to be the boss of him and stop asking, that it'll lose part of its allure. I'm sure part of it is that, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Whatever. Get off. Read the first part of your letter again. Most people He's would kill perfect. for that guy. Right. I don't do all that shit. No. And he doesn't do it before work. And he doesn't do it before he drives. Like, I, I mean... I don't see the problem. But, but she married a pothead, so she's just bummed. Well, who knows what he started out as. But you're right. Aww. I mean, who and you're right. He's been a pothead forever. He even has a medical marijuana So what do we <laughs> say? Telling her you're overreacting. Yeah, just don't yeah. don't worry about it. Kids are oblivious to that stuff. And don't Til manufacture later. drama. That's the biggest fault in most women. <laughs> well, clearly everything's... I'd like to end on that note. Thanks so much for coming in, everybody. Great. All right. Thank you. Bye. Nice. We'll end there. <laughs> what better place...